to Borderline, my friend, your new favourite podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Hit the follow button. Just hit the buttons. Any buttons you can see in the vicinity of this podcast, no matter how you're consuming it, hit them. Because it helps with the algorithms and they're a bastard to beat. But for to the 1,200 people that have beaten them and found me, I'll thank you all. I'm so excited. 1,200 downloads I hit this week. Very, very happy about that. So thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Keep spreading that word. Share. Share. Don't keep it a secret. Why would you? The more of us, the merrier. And there's people people actually sending me stuff now, like asking me, can we talk about this and can we talk about that? So get involved. It's so awkward starting, though. Every time I sit down, it's like you've got all the... Oh, I'm going to do a borderline. It's going to be a cracking afternoon, this. I set all the kit up. I press record on the old uh, doodah, the laptop. You can't see it in the shot if you're watching YouTube. It's right there. Look at that. Money's been spent. I sit down and it's like, how do you start? I completely understand why an awful lot of comedians now do podcasts with their wives. You know, they drag them in to have someone to banter with. Because it must make it easier having that second person to talk to. And it must be really awkward when the second person turns out to be a bit funnier than you. (laughs) Sorry. They're all brilliant, but it's nice to be here. What a bloody week. Your borderline's late, you may have noticed. It's late because I got ill. If you watched or listened to the last episode, I was talking about that cold that wouldn't come on that I had, that slight lurgy, and you may have heard me sniffing and snuffling, which I'm very self-conscious about. Because I was sitting there, I watched the YouTube version, I'm sort of... It looks like I've been into the bathroom to get a bit of the old white confidence up my nose before I started. It's a cold. But, um, oh, I said it wasn't coming on. It was a cold that wasn't coming on. Oh, it came on. It came on about two days after that, and it bought reinforcements. Jesus, I've been wiped out. Not the vid, again. Not the vid. Still dodging that bullet. Tested every day. Negative, 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 negative. So not that, just a cold that's going around. But of course, you forget what a cold feels like when you've not had one for two years. Laid out, just couldn't think, couldn't move, couldn't... A terrible lurgy to inflict on a person. But thank God it lifted by Sunday because that was Batman Day. Mm. On a Sunday, a man goes to church, does he not? And my church is the bat. And I went to see the Batman this Sunday just gone. Oh, it's a ritual, my friends. And I needed it to be good. After the three weeks I've had, I won't bore you with the details, but the three weeks I've had, I needed that film to be good. I needed to see what I saw, in fact. I, I just, it's a ritual going to see a Batman film for me and my my associates. I normally go and see... In fact, I think the last one, two, three, yeah, every time. I can't think of a time we haven't. It's always me, my brother and the Honourable Sims. And we all get together and we go and see a Batman film. And normally carnage ensues. Like The Dark Knight was a particularly egregious example. We were going to see The Dark Knight uh, opening day. And um, we've been to see Batman Begins again. But no, that was The Dark Knight Rises. Forget that. Forget I just said that. I'll edit it out. Or will I leave it in to keep it real? Who knows? It was The Dark Knight anyway. And uh, I picked my brother up and we've got, we're booked in to, the, to see the film in Guildford and I've got to pick the Honourable Sims up en route because he stayed at his girlfriend's house the night before. So I've picked the brother up. It's a sunshiny day. I think um, another friend was with us, Reese. And uh, if he was, I don't think about it. He was. Come down this road, pick up Sims. He's in the car. We're pulling away. And it was a road where an ex-girlfriend of mine from like 20 years ago lived. And she lived in this mansion house that was like stately Wayne Manor. It freaked me right out, by the way. 
because that was when I was going out with her because it was like I met oh hot as hell I met her and we we had a lovely spark and it was all easy and beautiful and the chat was free flowing and we're like 21 you know it was just a wonderful kind of initial meeting initial date this is like and the first time I saw her house Jesus little Danny from the estate turns up and there's this four stories this man, she's got the top floor to herself, a four-story mansion in Surrey. And I pulled up, I remember coming up on the drive. I didn't drive at the time, I just remember going there. She pulled up on the drive. This is where I live, thinking, oh God, this is over. The second I saw it, all the trauma, the insecurity, she's rich, I'm not. Oh my God, and it messed it up. Never believe in your thoughts when they're pumping out that kind of crap, because it doesn't mean anything, you know, all that doesn't mean anything. She she was well into me. It was going to be a beautiful relationship, but I managed to kill it in two and a half weeks flat just from fear of seeing that and feeling like I wasn't enough. This isn't therapy, don't panic. But the point is this. We were going past that house. So, and this is now 15 years on. We're getting to see the dark night. We pull past that house and I, I clock it and I go, oh, look, that's the house where, you know, and memories surface you know seasons change all these lovely thoughts are arising you know that's me trying as we're driving past bang i hit this rock in the road that takes out my front tire thank god i'm doing it i'm only going like 10 miles an hour so it wasn't a big deal but i hit it hard boom boom and then it's that and that oh shit i'm driving along and now i'm shaking I've done some damage. Film starting in half an hour. Oh, Christ. Pull over. One of the gardeners of one of the mansions shouts out, You bloody idiot! <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yes. Yes, I can't argue with that. But I've hit a stone, not a car or a person. Give me a break, will you? So I get out. Front tyre's carnage. That's a mess. And there's no way. I mean, we never changed a tyre in my life. We're all looking at each other. What do we do? What do we do? We've got to abort the mission. And I'm like... Go on without me, heroes, you know. Go on, the tickets are booked. Don't wait for, leave a fallen man behind. I'll fall on my sword. And then my brothers know we go down together. And then I go, right, let's change this tyre. Never done it before in my life, not a clue where to start. And we're talking like no internet on your phone then. So open up the back boot, get the thing out. Oh, how does this work? There's that weird little jack that's not really a jack that you sort of have to work out how it works for yourself. We, you know, get it off the thing. I'm trying to remember what I saw a mechanic do once on EastEnders. Pumping this thing to get this car up. I'm jumping up and down on it using full body weight. Get the get the front of the Proton off the ground. Managed to get the... It was amazing to get the old one off. And it was weird. I'm trying to do it. I've got my brother sort of not trying to help me, but doesn't quite know what to do. I've got Sims is in the car crying. I've got Reese dancing around, just shouting, we're changing a tyre! We're changing a tyre! Like, there's four of us involved in this mission. Got the tyre off. My brother keeps going, five more minutes. I'm like, I don't need this. I'm trying to get the Yeah, but the film's going to start. I'm changing a tyre. Get the tyre out the back thing. Beautiful summer's day. Get the tyre on. Lower the car, tighten up the bolts. Now I've got no idea if it's even on properly or not, but I don't give a monkey. So we're going to go and see The Dark Knight. We all pile back in the car, pull away very, very slowly, pausing very briefly to moon the old bastard who said, you bloody idiot. That bit's not true. I put that in for comedic effect, though I wish I had. So my idea is for a new invention is to get like a plastic backside. Uh, if someone's giving you grief on the road or they're making gestures at you or shout something, you push a button on the, the dashboard and it pops up. So you can like instantly moon them. I'm thinking of taking it to Dragon's Den.
We're cracking pitch that. <laughs> Hello, dragons. I'm looking for £20,000 to invest for 10% of my company, Buckler's Bums. It's a plastic bum that you can moon people with on the street. Anyway. Pull away, vroom, down to the Odeon in Guildford. Incredible. Got there within two minutes to spare. All of our hearts are pumping. We're all adrenalised. We're well up for it now. You know, we're sort of high on our own supply going in. And The Dark Knight delivered. The Dark Knight trilogy delivered. All three of them. I love those films with all my heart and soul. They're going to get their own episode. I might even do one on each or something because there's too much to unpack there. But that was then and this is now. We've moved on. And it's the same amount of time, by the way, between Batman 89. My brother pointed this out to me. I didn't clock this. This is his, his, his observation. It's the same amount of years between Batman 89... Is it Batman 89 and the Dark... No, let me get this right. It's the same amount of years between Batman and Robin and Batman Begins as it is between Batman Begins... No! It's the same amount of years between Batman 89 and Batman Begins as it is between Batman Begins and this one. And it's the same amount of years between Batman and Robin and The Dark Knight Rises as it is between The Dark Knight Rises and this one. Oh, something like that. I've got the mass messed up. The point is it's been a while since we had a solo Batman film. We've had Batfleck, obviously. Christ, that's dead. But um, this is pretty much going to put the final kibosh on that. But we've had Batfleck since. But he's not done a solo Batman film. I actually wish he had. I wish he'd done it before Batman versus Superman. I wish they played that right. Because I, I do want to see more of that Batman. And I'm not going to now, I don't think. I can't see how they can after this. They've got that. They've got Keaton coming back, you know, for the for the Flash movies. So I don't know where Batflex place is now in the universe. But anyway, it's Batman Day on Sunday. So my brother's booked it. We've got a little WhatsApp group going on. We're going to go and see it. And I needed it to be good. Oh, man. So thank God I, the, the cold had lifted. I wasn't coughing anymore. I've double-checked. I'm negative. Down we go to the cinema. And it was just... What? I, I'm not. This is spoiler-free. Don't panic. Don't turn me off. Spoiler-free, this. Mm. With slurps. But... I don't know what to say. I'm still processing what I've seen. I mean, it's... it's No spoilers to the plot, but I've got to talk about it a little bit, obviously. As soon as I get these... I do this every time, my friends. I do apologise. I leave the... I start recording and I forget the bloody... Hotmail notifications come through. So you get that annoying... If I was doing a podcast with a wife, she'd be having a go at me now. And we'd all be in hysterics about it. You do that. You leave that on. You leave on the thing and it goes bing. <laughs> we're funny us ain't life keen we've got kids in that um this is a lonely guys podcast so i need it to be good i just and it was it was it was from the first shot i won't spoil it for you from the from the opening from the second it starts you're like right i'm in i'm just in i'm in you know, like there's no, you haven't got to win me over. You just, that's it. I'm in. You've just done that. You know, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's the first second of the, you know, I, I'm in. You've put out your stall. It's dark. It is very dark. And I know there's this whole, like, 
you know, every Batman reboot is an, a return to his, appears to be a return to his dark, gritty origins. I mean, everyone acts like they're surprised when this happens. I mean, when Batman 89 came out, oh, it's not going to be the Adam West Batman. It's not going to be that. It's going to be dark and gritty and, you know, and you go and see that. And in 89, that was dark and gritty. You watch it now, it's like watching a carry-on film. You know what I mean? He's got that city, he's in that rubber suit, he can't move his head. You've got Jack Nicholson running around. Like it's it's not it's like watching the six the, it's become the sixties Batman series almost. Almost. But oh it's dark and gritty. And then the Batman begins, this is even darker and even more gritty. This one's gonna be really real, really real. It's set in the real world. And it is. And it's a bit and I'm, this is I will never knock those films. This is not like that weird retrospective. I mean, those are still that still that trilogy stands. This doesn't this this new one takes nothing away. From them Nolan films. It's not better. It's just different. But it is as good. You know? Because I've had to think about it. I felt guilty. Because when I came out of the film. I was so in love with it. I'm thinking. Am I cheating on Christopher Nolan? Because I've been such a big advocate of those. That, that, that was my bat. The Nolan films are my Batman on, on, on screen. Am I cheating on him? I felt slightly like I was betraying my favourite director. But no, they still stand. They're still what they are. They're the perfect films. And Batman 89 still stands. In 1989, that was the best. That was it. You know, we forget. We don't know what's coming. Those films belong in their place in this block universe. You know? Where everything is happening simultaneously anyway. It's just that it's non-simultaneously apprehended by the individual nervous system. Just thought I'd throw that in there. But this is this this doesn't and this doesn't exist without them three films, you know. We have, we, you have to. I just you know the, the truth is this nothing exists without anything. Everything that's come before this podcast doesn't exist without everything that's come before it. You know, for this podcast to happen, a universe had to be created. For this cup of coffee to exist, a universe had to be created. You know, so none of these films are in a vacuum. They all come from. What's gone before? And that doesn't mean that what, what's gone before is now suddenly crap. Unless it's Batman and Robin, which was gash from the off. That was a bad film. I know they were trying to get back to the 60s camp, but they did it the wrong way. Even then, it wasn't done well. It was an awful film, Batman and Robin. Again, that way it may get its own episode. Stay on point, Buckles. But this, I mean... So this is darker, but this is easily the darkest it's ever been. And unbelievably, it's the most realistic. It's even more realistic than the, the Nolan trilogy. So the Nolan versus whole ethos was, what if Batman were real? What would, you know, if this was the real world, how would Batman be? If it was the real world, then Batman's would drive a tank. His All of his costume would make sense. If it was the real world, the Joker wouldn't fall into a, a vat of acid and become the clown prince of crime. He would just smear white makeup on his face if it were the, you know. But there's still ninjas in Batman Begins, you know. He still goes up a mountain to learn to be a ninja. There's still ninjas. There's still a sword fight on a speeding train at the end. You know, there's still those elements. There's still Bane. There's still all that, you know, the Ra's al Ghul, the League of Shadows. There's all the kind of, you know, this is more more gritty than that. This doubles down on grit. This is more realistic. This is a Batman who looks, looks like he's made his car himself in his garage, because he has. I mean, it's just extraordinary. But at the same time, it's the most Batman-y Batman film I've ever seen. It's, it's really, I can't describe it. It's the most realistic, the most grounded, yet at the same time, the most Batman-y Batman film I've ever seen. And it is a comic on screen. It really is. It's got all the layering and all the 
the nuances and, and the universe of the comic books. It's not just baddie of the week. It's not, there's a rich universe that, that, that I want more of. I want to explore it. Will Hodgson, a friend of mine, summed it up perfectly in a tweet where he just said, that's it, stop rebooting. No need to reinvent the wheel. You've done it, mate. And there it is. Well done. That's Batman. Thank you. Boom. He's right. And Patterson as well. Now, that was a big thing for him. Right. I had this chat with Ben O. And it's... Uh, I, I, when he got cast, I was so annoyed. Because I didn't know what was coming. And there was no, All we knew, there was a film coming called The Batman. Robert Patterson's playing The Batman. I didn't know what direction they were going in. And I was annoyed. It felt like, oh, Eric, the usual suspects. Rich kids get the parts. Yep, go on, stick him in. You know, like, oh, it's not been done on ability, is it? It's just he's flavour of the month and now he's Batman. He looks at you know, this, this, this bag of twigs from the Twilight films. We'll get sparkly Batman. I bet there'll be a pretty girl. That he, you know, it's going to be month. Um, but I know, sorry, hang on a minute. No, I remembered. I remembered. My response to the casting of Heath Ledger as the Joker. Now, when I heard Heath Ledger was going to be playing the Joker, I weren't happy. I was thinking, I wanted a clown. I wanted Robin Williams. I wanted, you know, a manic person. I wanted Jim Carrey. I wanted Jeff Goldblum or someone. You know, I wanted something weird. And Heath Ledger to me was that lad from A Knight's Tale, the pretty boy, you know. I didn't know him as an actor, not beyond what he did. And then, of course, you see it and you're like, Jesus, this is extraordinary. It's one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Give that man an Oscar. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I admit it. Hands up. I was wrong. Brilliant, brilliant casting. Trust the director. Nolan is no hack. He did something in that audition room to make Nolan go, yes, you know. Trust the, trust the artists. And, and, and he was superb. And I thought, right, check yourself, Buckler. You know, you've had half an hour of going, blah, 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 knock it on the head. Trust the director. It's Matt Reeves. He's a good director. You love his work. And then I'm proven, you know, wrong. well, not wrong, because I, I switched off the negative voice. I actually became like, right, as far as I'm concerned, Patterson's Batman. Let's see what he does. And he delivers. He does. He delivers. He delivers. It's it's not like any Batman you've seen on screen before, but it, it, it's, the, it's the bat, you know what I mean? It's the... It's a Batman. This isn't spoiling the film because it's not a secret. It's a Batman who's two years into his uh, his project, if you like. So he's a new Batman. He's a young Batman, but he's a troubled Batman. He hasn't quite worked out what the crack is, you know. And Patterson just plays it so beautifully, actually. I think beautifully. There's not a bad member in the cast. Um, Farrell as the Penguin. Jesus. Colin Farrell's the penguin in this. If you don't know he's playing the penguin, I, I'm, you wouldn't know he was playing the penguin. He's unrecognisable. And I don't just mean the prosthetics. He's in an awful lot of makeup. That is like Oscar worthy. I mean, you just can't see it. But it's the performance. I don't. I can't see him in there. If you know what I mean. Like when I'm watching Jim, pardon me, nicely time belch. When I see Jim Carrey as the Grinch, a performance I absolutely love. And that makeup is extraordinary. Rick Baker, wonderful work. But, I still see and hear Jim Carrey. Not, not, not that that's a bad thing, because Jim Carrey's brilliant. I'm not locking him. I'm saying, but I do know it's Jim Carrey, when it, the way it moves, the movement and everything. This penguin, I, I don't see anything of him in it. He's gone. All there is is Oswald Cobblepot, and it is just... Mm, I mean, it's just what I wanted. It's the penguin I've always wanted to see. It's, it's the, the crime boss penguin. He's not... Um, 
you know, a, a weird, no disrespect again to DeVito because I love that. I love that performance. I just don't love that film, Batman Returns. But his performance is superb. It's just that it's not the penguin in my head. He's playing this weird fish man wandering around like a living testicle. And what I wanted, what I've always wanted is the, the, the mob boss penguin, the gangster, the crime lord in Gotham, you know, the owner of the iceberg lounge, the... And we get that. We get we get the beginnings of that. We're getting the, the rise of the penguin in this film. That's a slight mild spoiler, but the performance is wonderful. And I want more of it. I want more of all of them. I want more of all those characters. And the Riddler. Oh! What they've done there. Again, not a spoiler, but to, to, to tell you this, that the, the, the Riddler has been reimagined essentially as the Zodiac Killer. And uh, there's an awful lot of seven in this film, actually, an awful lot of the rain and what it's about. Again, I'm trying to keep it as spoiler free as I possibly but I, There's not been a spoiler yet. Why am I being so paranoid? This is the bit where if I was doing this podcast with a wife, she'd be saying, you're being paranoid. Um, the Riddler's just, in Paul Dano is just incredible anyway. I mean, I've not seen him give a bad performance and in this. Oh, ex ex uh, you know, what I was, I, there's something about when you take someone who is slightly built, isn't a scary, intimidating in presence physically. But still, when they're on the screen, you're terrified. He, he really he brings that. I mean, he's he's properly scary and the character is so well done. So well done. And it is the Riddler as well, even though it's a very reimagined Riddler, it is very definitely the Riddler, you know? He's doing his... Th it's not... See, the, the Carrie Riddler. There's no riddles. Do you know what I mean? There's no riddling going on. The whole point of the character is I do a crime, I leave a riddle because I want you... The point is not the crime. The point is the riddle and I want you to solve the riddle or try to and I want to beat you with my riddles. That's the point, you know? And the Carrie Riddler wants to suck your brainwaves into a science machine so he can become like Bruce Wayne. And um, there's a couple of token riddles, but they really are token ones. There's no, like, you know... There's no riddles, and it's not, and the riddles aren't his motivation. His motivation is power and energy and sucking the life out of Gotham City via this weird. In fact, I, I'll give you twenty quid if you can even tell me what his plan is, because that film's such a mess. But this, this, this is the Riddler. The the, the, the character is correct. The, the 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 driving force is the puzzles to be solved, and they're leading somewhere. Oh, it gets ten out of ten. It really. What a film. I cannot, I, reckon, I cannot get over, I've got, I've got to see it again, and it's going to take some processing. It's a very bat-heavy borderline, this. How are we doing for time as well? Oh, wow, it really is a bat-heavy. I had other stuff, but it appears that that's going to have to wait for next time. Man. The score is just exceptional. You have to forgive me on this. I don't know, how to, genuinely, I don't know how to pronounce his surname. I don't want to embarrass myself by trying, but... It's flawless. I mean, it's just, it's like almost almost like a spaghetti western type thing. I've been playing it all week in my car. I, I bought it straight away after. I bought it before I went, saved it. Then after the film, played it on the way home. Driving back to my Guildford rooms, I have to go through this sort of long, dark road with like trees over it. So I like to fire up the sort of the full beams and have it playing in the background. Dun, 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 dun. As I'm roaring down the street. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Vroom, driving by. Who's that speeding down the road? That's Guildford's Dark Knight. 
He's not the podcaster that we need. He's not the podcaster we want. He's the podcaster that we need. <laughs> he appears to have just hit a stone and lost his front tyre. He wasn't paying attention. He was listening to the Batman score. It's his own stupid fault. You bloody idiot! Tremendous work. Can't fault a moment in it. Can't fault a moment of the direction. One! Oh, actually, I can. I won't tell you what it is. I'll be interested to see what you think. There's one... One... It's literally 10-second moment that happens where I went, oh, oh. But it didn't, didn't take anything away from the film whatsoever. But um, it did make me go, oh, could have, uh, there was a better way to handle that. But apart from that, it's the, my favourite Batman film. I can't be a, a liar. It's, it's, it's not just because it's the most recent one I've seen. It takes nothing away from my love from the Nolan films. I watched those again this weekend, happily. You know, they'll always be, you know, it's, it's just, it's not taking anything away from any of the other Batman. I, the Adam West film I love, you know. But this it was, to me, to a, a lifelong devotee of the Batman, this is something special and, and deserves to be rewatched. And another moment of Buckles... Me and Facebook have got a part company. I've got to get off there. You know, I'm barely on there now anyway. All I do is I share other people's stuff and then wonder why they don't share mine because no one does. But that's not true. Some people have on Twitter. Thank you very much. But um, I just went on there as I came out and I just put one little one sentence I put. I just put, that is the greatest Batman film I've ever seen. And people are in the... Co of course, you know, you, you make a post on social media, you get the comment. You know, they're, they're your friends. You're, you're having a chat. And people are coming in like, wow, that's praise from you. And some other people are like, oh, I'm, I'm seeing it this weekend. I saw it and I loved it. And somebody, I saw it, wasn't quite for me. I was like, and there's this one guy, he's a comedian. And uh, and he he fancies himself the film man. And he is, in fairness. But he don't get the Batman. He thinks he does. And he really thinks he does. And that pisses me off because he doesn't get it, right? This is a matter. You all want your heads examined. As is his, You're all idiots. As is his want. You're all idiots. And, um, but he's one of those guys that, that this is a man who, when, when Batman Begins came out, stood in front of me and said, well, there won't be a sequel, will there? It's just going to let that to that film just leads directly into Batman 89. Like that was, yeah. Oh yeah. You understand Batman clearly. Yeah. Yeah. You really get it. Don't you? That, that, that you reckon the end of Batman Begins is setting up Batman 89. Yeah. When he turns that Joker over. Yeah. That Batman's going to go home. Completely get rid of the costume he's got that works and get one that doesn't. Going to bin the tank and get the Batmobile, the, the weird wobbly thing. Alfred's going to age 20 years. Yeah, of course it is. Why didn't I put that together? There's not, there's not going to be a sequel. Have an argument with me, but I said, there's going to be a sequel. They're casting the Joker now. No, they're not. Wally. You're all idiots. Just doesn't get back. Gets films, gets everything else. He's, a, he's actually a good guy. He's a really good guy, but just does not get Batman. So many people don't get Batman. Anyone that enjoyed Gotham doesn't get Batman. And I get shit for that and all. When Gotham came out, I put a post. This, I, you know, it's a great new series that goes into the whole world of Batman. Uh, but before Batman arrives. So it's like really interesting because it's before Batman. And we get to see where all the other characters before Batman. And I put a post up. And I'll tell you when the Batman story gets interesting. It's when Batman shows up. You know what I mean? It's, it's like Gotham's is not Batman. 
I don't care what anyone says. I mean, it's got it's, it's got Batman-y characters in it. It's, it's, it's its own thing. I know it's its own thing. Uh, and it's fine as it far as it goes. But it, I lasted maybe six. I'm, I'm a bat junkie. I lasted six episodes. And I put a post up just saying this, you know, it's just not... The Batman universe gets interesting when Batman appears. The first guy, they go, oh, many interpretations. You don't own Batman. That's it. I put, that's what I put in the post. Stop getting Batman wrong. Who's to say who's getting Batman wrong? Don't think you're an expert. I fucking... That attitude. That attitude. I don't think you're an expert. You put in the shift I've put in. You read the books I've read over the last... Years. Come at me with that. My first word was Batman, mate. From the crib. From the crib. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I was in me in the in the cot and the Batman 60s TV series was on. And I was playing with my toys and being all gurgly baby. And then I started singing along. Batman! Batman! First words to pass these lips. Born to the bat. I've got to get off Facebook. Complete. I've got to ditch that shit. All these people. Got to get off Facebook, mate, because of all the propaganda and all the stuff. You know, it's fake news, mate. It's how Brexit happened. It's Putin. Facebook's Putin. It's how Facebook, it's how Brexit happened. It's how votes, it's, it's misinformation. It's all misinformation. I've got the facts. I got them from Dave down the pub. And it's all misinformation. Got to get off Facebook. That's not reason I've got to get off Facebook. I've got to get off Facebook because people just get Batman Wrong. Borderline.